0: Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It is wonderful to have you on the show today. I hope that everyone's been keeping healthy and fit. And if you haven't, we've got the perfect guest on our show today. So before I introduce, I'd just like to let you know that our membership intakes are still open this week. So if you're looking for some encouragement um, as we go through this funny season. What I'm doing is I'm actually put together a little series for us to go through as a community about how we can press into God in these times and uh, come out with ideas and Holy Spirit-driven ideas, of course, and just really put God in the focus of our businesses and what to do next. And if your business has been really impacted, then um, allowing that time for you to spend with God to kind of brainstorm and think, okay, well, what's next? What do I need to do next? And um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the book, Who Move My Cheese? It's a really great book if you haven't read it, but it's about how, uh, how to adapt to change and the mindset around that. And um, it's just a brilliant short book uh, that I would recommend. So if you haven't already read it, go and read Who Moved My Cheese. I can't remember who it was by, but it is fantastic. So yeah, memberships will close at the end of the week. Uh, We'd love to invite you to come and join a membership and a community of women who are passionate about business and passionate about God. So on today's show, we have a lovely lady joining us who is going to keep us fit and well as we go through isolation. Her biggest mission through her business is to help women gain clarity, focus and direction with their healthy lifestyle choices, ensuring they gain the tools and resources to overcome mental emotional and physical challenges that come up along the way. And her favorite thing to do on the weekend normally would be spend time with friends and family. So welcome to the podcast, Mel. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. So where are you joining us from today? I'm in Brisbane, well, Ipswich, um, so close to Brisbane in Queensland. Perfect. And what's your... um, Favourite thing to do on the weekend now that you can't go out and spend time with friends? <laughs> uh, well,
1: I was spending it with my family still, um, but I, I guess I still kind of spend it with friends just in a very different way. I guess we're all adapting to the changes like that, so um, like video calls
0: or um, rapid messaging over message. <laughs> Oh, that's funny i know everyone's like well yeah we just video now <laughs> just sort of a coffee or a cup of tea yeah <laughs> i must say i have been very much appreciating the sunshine however form that is whether it's in the back garden or um allowing my body to get rays and feel that vitamin d i just think there's nothing more great for the body than just getting outside and breathing in that fresh air so if you're in isolation don't feel like you have to stay like in your house like you can still go in your garden and still get out there and and breathe in that fresh air sit in the sunshine uh, we just need to keep away from one another and depending on where you are just stay within your garden which is awesome so can you tell us Mel a little bit about your story like where did you start and how did you get to do what you're doing today
1: yeah sure um I originally, uh, only... Looked into studying fitness originally because I I was actually just wanting to be a mum for the longest time. So it had nothing to do with wanting to <laughs> work with clients. I, um, I just knew, all I knew that is that I wanted to be a mum, and I thought, well, what could I do that would sort of skill me up for being a parent? And I tell you, what, I didn't want to go into, I didn't want to study childcare um, because I didn't really want to. I didn't want to have to work around kids so I can manage my own, but I didn't yeah. want to tell the people. Yeah. And so I take my hat off to anyone who does that sort of work. It's um, something I certainly couldn't do. Um, and I I just went from, went and studied fitness just to improve my own fitness really. Um, and so I just went and studied that and through that course, I just sort of started to fall in in love with the whole um the, the theory and knowledge and everything behind it, but also the practical putting it to, to use. Um, and I wouldn't say I loved the industry, but I loved the results you could get. And I felt like there was um, not the best image in the industry, mm. but I really wanted to make some changes with that and start to, to show that you don't have to be like some of the people you see in the fitness industry Absolutely. to be to be um, fit and healthy, that yeah. you can still just be an ordinary person and be fit and healthy. Um, and I just, I just could see the changes it had made in so many people's lives and how much it had impacted people and helped people, and that I really wanted to explore that further and work with people, helping people in that way. Um, and this sort of just took me into working in the, in the field without, um, even though that wasn't my initial um intention. And then over time I've had um three children and um and along that whole journey six pregnancies but that what I've learned from that is um fitness through pregnancy and after pregnancy and using fitness as a way to regain control back over your body after having had children and being able to reclaim your health afterwards not saying that you're not
0: healthy during it,
1: yeah. but um being able to reshape afterwards and things like that as well so so how um, long
0: ago was it when you got into the study can you remember what year that was 2012 2012 so how the how old does that mean your babies are now not quite babies i've got a five-year-old a two-year-old and a one-year-old oh my gosh a full house of excitement
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so, and I, and I think from that perspective, I really truly understand is the juggling act of looking after your own health and fitness as well as looking after your own family and, um, and juggling
0: that with work and other things like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also how your body feels as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And
1: um, even with that things like energy levels and nutrition and, and just sort of working through all those things and how you can how you can uh, I don't know come up with strategies I guess for all those those little bumps along the road.
0: And so for our listeners who might be PTs or in the health profession, how did your like take us through the back end of your business? So did you first start out as a group instructor, PT, uh, P, <laughs> a personal like uh, one-on-one PT trainer, personal trainer? That's the word I'm after. Like how the back end of it, how is it that you started in that? So you did your study and then what? And how have you progressed um, your business and changed and adapted as you've been having your kids and that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, sure. I, I started off um, with my work experience. So when I started my course, I went off and did my work experience in an uh, all-women's gym um, called Contours. And um, they loved me so they kept me on beyond my work experience and that was my first role in the fitness industry. So I worked there as a gym instructor instructor and personal trainer. And they actually allowed me to build my own business outside the gym, which not many gyms do allow, but they had an agreement with me that I could build my own business outside of the gym as long as I didn't um, operate my business in their suburbs. So I could, um, operate my business in any other suburb in Brisbane, as long as I didn't touch that particular suburb, which was brilliant for me because I was able to build that business of my own whilst working in the gym. And, um, then the gym shut down, it went out of business, but by that time I'd actually built up my own business as a (laughs) freelance personal trainer, um, going to people's, homes and parks and different things like that. And so I operated sort of freelance as a personal trainer for quite some time. Um, And I did corporate boot camps and programs and things as well. I, I, I guess that's sort of the way I operated leading right up to having children. And then I worked... Oh, then when I first found out I was pregnant, I went on and did extension study on pre anti and postnatal exercise, mm. which sort of took me into that specialization and I mean I was again doing that more for personal interest than for <laughs> clients, but then that led me into a whole other area where I could actually help people in that particular area um, and so i there was a um, a a group um, fitness class that was quite popular at the time called Preggy Bellies. They're still around, but I've, I think they've sort of downsized a lot more compared to what they were back then. So I did some training with Preggy Bellies and became um, one of their, um, like qualified to instruct their classes. I didn't actually end up teaching their classes. I ended up having my kids before that, um, <laughs> but I was was actually trained to be one of their, their trainers to teach their classes, mm-hmm. um, which is a little bit more study than what you can actually get in the industry, just to from a pts perspective the, the kind of study they take you through is a lot more in depth than most of the courses you can find out there, which was really beneficial for me. It was a um, wonderful experience to be part of i'm really quite blessed to be part of that and then um, had my my babies and um, took some time off um, was well, still looked after my own health and fitness and a few friends and family members and stuff, but took a, f- a number of years off then I just sort of was really, really random actually, where I just had this um, decision to to bring some extra income into the family again and um, I was sort of thinking, oh, do I just go back to some old admin jobs, which is something I did well before I was ever a personal trainer, or do I go back to personal, like to to the fitness industry and personal training? But see, in my third pregnancy, I'd actually put on Quite a bit of weight. I'd ended up in hospital um, for quite a bit of the pregnancy, where I wasn't allowed to move. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. I wasn't allowed to do anything, and because of that, I ended up putting on a bit of weight. And I was still in the process of losing weight at that time. And I thought, oh, I'll go find some more income for like you know help um, help with a second job in our family. Um, But I thought, well, I don't think I'll be accepted in the fitness industry because it's really image um, can be very image driven industry um so i thought I don't know if they'll if i'll be that accepted there or, will, or maybe i'll be do off, do better off in the admin sort of side of things but i like just randomly just decided spontaneously to go apply f- um for some admin jobs through a temp agency i used to work for and they used to give me tons of um temp work and and that had really good rapport with them as well as um so i went there and applied for that and I, I was just, it was just so cold. I wasn't accepted at all. I was, it was just really odd, um, completely opposite to what I'd expected. And then I went, I just said to my partner who was in town with me at the time, I said, why don't we just drop into a gym and just see what, what the reception is like and whether, whether I'm accepted there or not. I don't know that I would be though, cause I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm not that fit right now. Um, and I went into a gym uh, a commercial gym in the city and um, I had my baby, baby strapped to my chest and everything, uh, like, you know, carry, just went in and inquired and the reception was complete contrast to the admin industry, which is weird. Cause it was absolute opposite to what I would have expected. I would have expected to be the other way around. Um, and they just embraced me and said, yeah, um, we really want you to come work here. And so I went and worked at um, a gym in Brisbane city. Um, a commercial gym, and that was actually um, and and since uh, since then I've well well since oh, so that was November last year and since October last year I've now
0: lost over fifteen kilos. Oh, that's so, awesome! <laughs> um, feeling great.
1: <laughs> yeah, really reclaiming that that health back and being at, like um, being able to get control back over my own body. Something I help other women do. But then then the gyms all started shutting down and everything. So it's been a complete um, revamp of how I even run my business now. So now I've actually shifted into online training. I still do one-on-one sessions sometimes in the parks for those couple of people who have um, journeyed with me up to this point and are still willing to train with me in the park. Um, But majority of them are just online and starting to run online programs and it's taken me a whole different direction. But I find it's really interesting because in this whole process, I feel like um, God's hand has really been on all this and just led me through this. This whole taking me down this path, and and um, it's been. I feel like it's also been His His um, His path, really, well, not not mine. <laughs> that He's uh, taken me through with all of this. Um, I feel like it's been His hand over the whole thing crafting the direction it's been going um it's yeah. even leading up to all the gyms shutting down I was starting to really really struggle with the culture there and the um environment in the gym and feeling like it was contradictory to my beliefs and what yeah. I wanted wanted to stay true to and it felt like it was really trying to pull me away from how I was trying to live as a Christian yeah and Um, I was praying a lot about that and asking um, a lot lot about what I'm doing there. And for a time there, I was so tempted to just up and leave and jump ship earlier. But I just kept feeling, no, no, you have to stay here, you have to stay here, you have to stay here. And I can just see now that even with, which is something none of us could have predicted or seen is the events in the world that's happened, that it was all part of the plan. Like it was going to It was going to be, my time there was going to be ending anyway. I just needed to stick it out until that time could come.
0: Yeah, that's a really inspirational story. And I want to say thank you for being honest and open and um, taking us on that journey with you because I know that there are going to be fitness instructors and even gym owners listening to this podcast (laughs) and they're going, oh, yep, you know, I'm in that boat. All the gyms have shut down and I'm learning to adapt now. Um, and change it. And for you, to me, it sounds like God really set you up for getting back on track. And that was the, the push that you needed to kind and the door open to do that for you. And now he's got you in a place where it's like, okay, well you're feeling good about your body. And now, you know, um, not I'm not saying that I think that everyone needs to be a size 10 and have abs or anything like that. What I am saying is though, inside, you are feeling strong, you know, you're feeling uh, fit and ready and healthy, and that's the best place to teach others from feeling good about yourself, if you get what I'm saying. Absolutely, and I don't think, it, and I, I think you're absolutely right with everything you said there. It's so true.
1: It has set me up in the right ways, even from a personal growth and change mm-hmm. um, perspective, but not just from that, too. I find also, even from the getting the um, bones of my business up and going and running again, getting uh, even from very simplistic things like getting insurance and getting um, industry association registration fees and everything sorted. So it's, it's been like, you know, that whole um, time in that commercial gym was really just a launching pad for me to be able to re um, yeah Reignite. night establish yeah. yeah establish yeah that 's it, yeah. so it really has been a perfect
0: plan in a lot of ways, not my plan, but no, <laughs> no, never is, and that 's why we say you know it 's better to ask for god 's will um, and i mean god 's got his will, but you know you 're just following god 's steps, the stones he 's putting in front of your feet you 're trusting you 're embracing the journey and um, if you'd gone right I'm going to do this 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 and this you wouldn't have learned the same things you probably wouldn't have had the same experiences that you're able to bring to today um, and I think that's awesome thank you so can you share with us now five tips on your craft that you'd like to share with our audience
1: yeah I sure can and in fact I had um in mind some tips to share this morning but then i felt you know what because we're all facing this time of um crisis and we're all affected in one way or another by um coronavirus and all having to hamper down in our homes and stuff a bit more that we'd um share some tips around that instead and i really loved as well so uh, may i say that um when you said earlier that about getting out in your backyard, I'm so glad you said that. I was really thrilled to hear you say that. <laughs> I've been encouraging people just to do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: seriously. That we can
1: still get that sun and that we can still get um, the fresh air outside, even if it's not out and about socialising together or doing fitness classes. But just do what you can with what you've got. Anyway, here's my five tips. So yeah, um, all good. Number one is to adopt a solution-oriented mindset, which is a bit of what you're just. We were talking about with that really with just just because you can't get to a fitness class um, doesn't mean you can't get out in your backyard and still do what you can. So it's about having that um, solution oriented mindset and and with that I believe it also means having a a can do attitude. So I can do this. It's not like a, I'm defeated by my situation. I can I'll make do with what I've got here and I'll um, do what I can um, with what I have where I am. Um, tip number two. Get creative with um, your nutrition Um, and I'm saying this because I know that um, I'm aware of all our um, shopping dilemmas we're having with not everything being available in the supermarkets and shops that we normally go get at the moment and I know for some people this might be a bit of a um, roadblock for them thinking, well, I'd normally eat this, I'd normally do this, it's hard for me to keep on top of, my eating habits and stay healthy in that way at the moment. But I'm just encouraging you all to um, even if you can't stick 100% to your healthy eating habits you'd normally be having, try just to stay as close as you can to it. Don't let that be a, oh, I can't get that stuff. All right, so I'll just throw in my entire healthy eating habits. I'm going to throw them all out the window. I'm just going to go eat junk don't go the extreme opposite. Don't do a pendulum shift. Just try and stay as close to what you can with um, and do what you can with the given circumstances.
0: And can I just say something in there as well? What we found, I mean, this is in my local area in Southwest Sydney is that, so we like personally, we don't eat that many frozen meals. In fact, like I buy one emergency meal once we've eaten an emergency meal if we ever needed it. And that's usually when I, don't cook. And when I do, it's like a healthy one. But otherwise we eat fresh. So we eat fresh vegetables, fresh um fruit, and um I like normally just cook with veggies. And you walk like originally we walked into Coles if we went to Coles and um there was still fruit and veg. Like I walked into Audi, there was still fruit and veg. So what people went out and got was like pasta sauces, rice and all that. Yeah. I mean hello, there's other food to eat than just frozen meals and um, pasta and rice and pasta baked sauce. Like, there's more to life. And the shops that are still open. There's still local veggie shops open. There's still local farm shops open. Like, they're essential. I mean, this is in Australia. I can't speak for other countries. But they're essential services that are still open. Most of them are run by local businesses. So get out of coals and, you know, woolies if they're where you usually go and go and visit your farmer's market and support the locals. And because no yeah. one's probably been there, they do probably still have toilet roll.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you said that and that you noticed that because it is actually mostly the packaged foods that are going, not yeah. to the food Fresh stuff. Yeah, we have no excuse. Yeah, exactly. Fresh whole foods is what you should be eating anyway, not packaged foods. Yeah. Um, though I'm just saying this so that if if it's anyone's um, little obstacle they're having at the moment, they yeah. can just go, well, I'm not going to throw the whole thing in. No. I'm just going
0: and stick to what i
1: can and yeah. do what
0: i can absolutely absolutely totally get where you're coming from that but you know i'm just thinking well if you've got the excuse that there's nothing in there like if i'm so at home going and i'm eating a big bar of chocolate i've swung <laughs> to the other side of the pendulum it's like hello you can don't get fruit and veggies and um, yes yeah,
1: I think yeah absolutely and and supporting those local businesses like the fruit and veggie shops is really important in a time like this it's Times like this where you need to get behind each other um, as, as part, um, partnering businesses to be able to support each other's businesses um, so that Australia's economy does stay afloat and that we can yeah. um, get through this time financially. Um, so I'm a big believer in, in still spending into local businesses rather than big chains wherever we can at the moment. Mm. Number um, three. <laughs> that's up. No, it's good. It's good to have that um, bit of discussion around it because it, you're absolutely right. We, um, we can be eating all those fresh fruit and veggies, um, fresh, fresh fruit and veg, and absolutely we can. I think the other thing too with that point though is um, if, for example, meats is something that you normally um, can't find at the moment, then still just do what you can and, and try and make your meals the way you, whichever way you can that is sticking as close to what you normally do. Yeah. With your healthy eating habits. I'm only advocating healthy eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> then tip number three is in the midst of a time of um, chaos like this, to try and establish and maintain routine. Previously, your routine might have been going to the gym three times a week or something, but with the gym shutting, there's no reason you can't create a new routine and establish a new routine, whether that's going for daily walks in the morning before you sit down at your desk to do work from home. Um, I mean, that's a good thing to do anyway because when you come in and sit down at your computer, you're coming um, in fresh with a fresh mind and fresh mentality, and like you're ready to start a day of work rather than just rolling out of bed and sitting at your um, (laughs) laptops or whatever in your pajamas. So, um, but finding a routine that you can utilize so that um, you're keeping on top of your um, exercise. But routine helps in those times as well to, um, to keep stability in, in all your healthy lifestyle habits. Tip number four, set yourself a challenge or a goal. So I've decided instead of being like, oh, well, I can't do much at the moment because I'm stuck at home, I've decided, you know what, I'm going to come out of the crisis trimmer, fitter healthier and i've got some specific goals around so smart goals around that but if each and every one of us that'll look different so come up with some some goals or challenges you're going to set yourself for what would you like to look um to to achieve in a month or two months or three months or whenever the whatever time frame you want to set yourself so that you're still coming out of the this time of crisis with some something um achieved as well And then tip number five is all about the influence we have around us. So if you want to be fit and healthy, be following people on Facebook or Instagram, start like really interact. By the way, whatever posts on Facebook um, you interact with is what you're going to see more of. So if you like and comment on posts of a, a healthy or fitness nature, you're going to see more of those in your feeds as well. So, influence set up your influence circle of influence around you so if you want to be fit and healthy in this time and not let those goals slip then interact with those posts so you can see more of that and fill your your filter that you see things through with with good healthy influences because we all know that what we surround ourselves with is what we become like which i'm sure is why we're all part of this christian community on as well this business network um is so that we can have that good influence in our lives and that same goes for health and fitness if you want that healthy fit life build that um make sure that you build a, a influence around yourself with that
0: yeah absolutely i love it i love all of them so let's just do a quick recap of what you've shared thank you so much for sharing you're so welcome number one is adapt um a solution orientated mindset so do what you can with what you have. And it's funny you say that. So just to give a bit of background, I actually um, was working on a job part-time, um, and I have done for about five years as I've been building CWIB, and it's been hectic. And I have let my health go in the way that before I was very, very fit. I was very, very active, and um, I, we still ate reasonably healthy, but I did allow... Um, chocolates and chips to enter the house again and I guess I just was focused so much on business that my other priorities changed and I was due to leave um, my job at the end of uh, around the end of March anyway and um, so I'd already set myself up for right well as soon as I finish, that's it health is number one goal then it's uh, marriage and then it's business Um, and that's the order for this season that I want it to be of course God's in there that just goes without saying And so um, I'm like, okay, like got all the gym classes sorted out and uh, was like, you know, took all the junk food out of the house, et cetera, et cetera, and then the crisis did happen. And I'm like, well, you know what, I can either sit and whinge about this and think, oh, well, I won't bother, or I can think, no, I'm going to find a solution and um, keep going ahead with my goal. And so I have. So in Australia, we can still go out and exercise, Uh, We need to stay away from people and have the distance thing going on, but we can still go out and exercise. So I love walking around my lake. And this goes out to your other thing as well, in the morning. Like we've got a lake nearby, so I get to walk through beautiful trees, beautiful streets, and then there's this most gorgeous lake. And now it's getting colder. There'll be that lovely mist on the lake in the morning that rises. It's just like breathtaking. Um, And it does, it warms me up for the day. It's fantastic. I then come home and I'm like, right, I'm creating myself a little calendar just for this month. And then next month I'll create my, like you said, a little mini challenge. Um, And I've got all the classes that I want to do written out and my exercises. So one day it might be cardio and a walk. The other day it might be strength and a walk. It might be a walk and stretch, whichever order. And um, I've actually been crossing them off as I've done them so I can see physically see the achievements that I've done each day and it's just so nice and then you know I can go and get a nice shower and then this morning I have popped on to do a podcast with you and so I now think well most cafes are shut or are only doing takeaway so I have no excuses to go out and get food there's no junk food in the house so I can't eat that <laughs> like I've just eliminated stuff that I don't want to eat out of it And fruit and vegetables are still available, like we mentioned. So um, I just feel like I haven't let this situation stop me from achieving it and being that solution orientated. I mean, you're only as good as you finish. This is the start. But I just kind of thought I'm not going to let it stop me. And you can do that too. You can think, am I going to let this situation stop me or not? And if you're not, like, I want to encourage you to not let it stop you. Um, And then create get creative with your nutrition what we've already spoken about go and support the local businesses give them make them so busy <laughs> that they need to employ people who have been unemployed from it like let's just keep the economy going as much as we can establish and maintain a routine you can do what i've done like write out your calendar for the, the month plan out when you're going to do it do it first thing in the morning so you've got no excuses of why you can't do it in the afternoon if you've got kids most of you. probably working from home now if you are working leave them with hubby (laughs) go out and go for your walk take them with you make it fun set yourself a challenge uh, which is awesome um and are you going to come out of this crisis healthier or not the choice is yours i've seen posts going around on social media saying people are going to come out of the crisis alcoholics or fitaholics well i know i'd rather be a fitaholic than an alcoholic so I'm going to take that route and the choice is yours too. And then set yourself, um, the influences around you to set you up to, for success. And that's the same in business and in, in, in your health is, um, you know, making sure that if you, do, if you are on Instagram, don't waste too much time on there, but only follow people who make you feel good, who inspire you, not where you start going all green and ugly and thinking, I oh, wish I was like her. Or, yeah, her business looks so good. I wish I would. my business was like that. Mm-mm, none of that. <laughs> Only people and things that inspire you, that um, bring the creativeness out in you, that um, bring you closer to God, you know, all those things you need to be thinking about. So they are great points, Mel. Thank you so much for sharing. We truly, truly appreciate it. So now can you tell us, how do you incorporate God into your business? yeah sure.
1: Um I pray for each of my clients before I meet with them, even about any and every major or not even minor sometimes decisions I have to make with the business and everything I do too, but also just just being aware of um what I feel is being placed in my heart and really going with that guidance I feel I get. Um, for example, I've just um, opened up some scholarships for some of my online programs for, the, the, um, for some Christian women and things like that as well. So just following what's put on my heart um, with business decisions, just when I feel like oh, I've got to go this way, this is the way I go. And just knowing that that's coming from God and that that's my, my just following his guidance in mm-hmm. everything we do. And also being part of this community, I think too I think um, Christian women in business is a huge part for me of remember like uh, well being connected to other Christian women uh, and being in community with that is really, really important. but I also think that part of that too is that every time I 'm in this community and I interact in this community, it provides that reminder for me if if I am starting to slip and forget to incorporate God in my business in points or it, um, not doing it as frequent as I normally would, just being part of that community helps me realign that to where it should be.
0: Well, that's good because that's one of our goals <laughs> It's <to> help people <laughs> realign their businesses and themselves with God. So that's really, really good. Um, can you share with us next then, um, what's your Bible verse for this season and why? Yeah, it's um, more of a chapter than a verse. It's Psalm, that's 20- okay. Psalm, Psalm
1: 23. That's um, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever I'm I really like that um chapter of, um and really sits that psalm I should say um and it really sits really well with me at the moment as seems to be the psalm for my for this season for me because I feel like with that it's it's not saying that and it's really applicable to, I think, the coronavirus and everything that's going around, around us too, because I find that it's not saying that none of us will be, or I won't even be, who knows what the future holds. It's not saying that um, me or my family or anyone in my life won't be affected by, by it. It's, um, you know, where it talks about even though I walk through um, the darkest valley. So even though you're walking through some tough times and difficult times, it doesn't mean you're not going to have those times. But while you're walking through those times, you can still find rest in Him and comfort and mm-hmm. solace in in God. And I find that's a really um, comforting Psalm to look to and to think of and go, okay, yeah. Even through we're having difficult times and we're going through a really difficult season, we've still got that safe haven we can go to in God. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that, and he is with us. I mean that I'm guessing that's King David um, and he would have gone through lots of different things that we just have absolutely no idea about. I mean, I think we are so lucky to be in Australia where the government's willing to pay for people who are out of jobs and they're willing to pay businesses to keep people in jobs and they're willing to pay um, for mortgages like we have never seen banks be so open about offering to pay people's mortgages, so we have that comfort from a government point of view anyway um and we are just so lucky to be here and god's got us like we haven't like of course we're going to feel grief we're going to feel stress anxiousness all those kind of things but god's got us and god's got us in a very cushy country <laughs> like we do not even understand what hardship is like really in retrospect to how the other world is thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has the big picture and he has us through his big picture as well. I don't know where I was going with that, but I appreciate you sharing. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm sure as King, what I'm basically saying is, I'm sure as King David wrote that psalm, he was going through things in a different time and a different culture that, you know, there was slaying, there was killing, there was fighting, which we do still have today. But in our Western society, we really don't know what discomfort is. And now we're experiencing a little bit of discomfort for the first time. Like we're not strong for it. We're not prepared for it. And there's other countries out there that it's their daily life that they have to strive. And if God's got them and God's got King David, he's got you in a very cushy country. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: we are and we are in a very cushy country but i also what i also like about this is it's still applicable to our own battles even if they don't look the same as the battles that were in the bible or in other yeah. countries like even if our battle is with anxiety or mental health or these other things we've we can still look to this and go okay even though we're going through this difficult time or dark time we've got that comfort and we've got that solace in god absolutely
0: absolutely absolutely Thank you so much for sharing um, your Bible verse for this season. So yeah. can you tell us next, where can our listeners find you?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, on, <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram is probably the best places at the moment. I'm still in process of building a website for myself. So at That's this okay. stage, it's on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I am Mel Nibling on both. So... Um, yeah, it, um, it's pretty um, standard on all of them. I, my, I'm not I'm not Melanie Neibling, but Mel Neibling
0: on um, both Facebook and Instagram. So if you search that, you'll find me. And we'll also pop those links in the blog post as well. So if you're driving somewhere or um, if you're not really too sure how to spell that, then you can just find the name, uh, find the link on the post to this podcast so thank you so so much mel for sharing all of your wisdom with us today
1: oh thank you so much for having me on your podcast it's a real pleasure and honor to be here
0: and listeners if you uh, would like some more tips or tricks or would like to speak with mel about your health and fitness and uh, maybe just looking for some ideas to incorporate into your world right now i know mel would love to hear from you so go and contact her and find her on facebook send her a message and start interacting with her. Remember that we do still have our membership intakes open. So if you are ready to become a member and you're looking for that connection, you're looking for growth and to realign your business with God, we'd love to have you pop your application in. And um, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye for
1: now. The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, Virtual Business Assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest.